This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Highway on my podcast with Rocky Mayur and Abhinandan. We're back. We're hungry. And we are going over a speed breaker evidently by the fake <laughs> Rocky voice. We are with the two biggest men in Indian food and travel, Rocky and Mayur. <laughs> Another speed breaker. Joining us on the smooth road is Prashant Sareen, producer, director, extraordinaire. Hi. <laughs> and like I in, introduced him earlier, inventor of the moonwalk. And my name is Abhinandan Sekri. This is Highway on my podcast, where we bring the highway to you until you can get on the highway. Although now the highways are relatively open, but I'm sure a lot of you are not really traveling out there. So until it is completely safe to go out, we shall bring you the highway. And after that, we will head the highway with all your help. Today, we will take you across to our home state, which is the state of Delhi. So, with, with the cliches out of the way, since Delhiites are known to be very aggressive, if we leave out any of your favorite places... Sorry. So... There's lots in Delhi which we cannot possibly cover in one episode as has happened in many other states. But we'll try to cover as much as possible. So let's start off on a slightly sweet note. I must say that I have, you could say I'm biased towards Delhi because after I turned 17, this has been my home ever since. But the variety of food and the quality of food that Delhi offers, I don't think per square kilometer or per capita, any place in the country offers. And I understand Bangalore, Amritsar, you know, these places are like food havens and many others. But do Delhi really has a variety that not many states can boast of? Yeah, I mean, there's this great debate that always rages on as Kolkata being the best street food city. Some people think Mumbai is the best street food city. Few people think Delhi is the best street food city. So I just want to say to all of you, Delhi is the best street food city. Sorry, please. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Rocky, I thought Swami Rocky Nandan would come up with some very let's all love each other and don't argue about this. But he completely <laughs> stabbed my hopes. No, no, we can say all that also. Let we must love each other and and not argue as long as we all agree that Delhi has the best street food. Yeah, yes. Uh. <laughs> we will lovingly keep pointing this out to you unless you disagree. In which case, we'll all get together and meet you on the roads. <laughs> which is <laughs> which is what Delhi is known for. So guys, we've done Delhi in so many episodes across so many shows. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of my favorites that I miss, especially in the lockdown, is Bengali market. Yeah, I really loved gorging myself. Of course, ever since I got diabetes, I couldn't gorge myself as much. But we've had some fantastic meals. And if I remember correctly, we ended a lot of shoots there. No matter where we were shooting, we used to go to Bengali market and said, let's have a bunch of rasgulla, gulab jamun, and then we used to head home. Because remember, we've done a lot of culmination of the day at Bengali market for comfort food. That's a nice place to have street food in slightly sanitary conditions. You know, it's, it's all the pleasures of street food can be had in a nice place where you're sitting down with a fan over your head. You're not standing with flies around you. So it's a good place actually to just start chakwaing Delhi. And, and pretty decent, I mean, across the board, whether it is their rasgullas, their sweets, their... Uh, you know, chola batura. Chart, the chart, the chola ah, batura, yeah. Everything is good over there. When you get down over there, you have to go to the Golgape wala guy. You need to get a token, get to the Golgape wala guy and tell him, Merko alu chana zada dalo, rusma thodi mirchi dalo, kala wala masala. And that is what I've been saying for the last 45 years to this big moustache panditji who used to stand there and give the Golgapas. And we used to love each other. He used to give me one extra even when I was a child. So for me, those are like the most delicious Golgapas, Puchkas, Pani Puris, whatever you want to call them in the world yeah, and I'm proud of it. I go back there at least, well, I used to before the lockdown. I used to go out there at least twice a month just to eat Golgapas and hang around. I mean, there are many great places in Delhi for Golgapas, but Bengali market Golgapas with extra aloo chana and that lal mirchi and lots of salt and that mirchi wala pani. <laughs> My mouth is watering. Yeah. Oh, oh. And so as many other people's... I'm stuck in Goa. I haven't had like good Golgapas and stuff. In forever. I don't want to hear about this. Vahani milte puchke. idea. And this is the perfect time to start also. Thanks for all your useful suggestions, you. 
गोवा में अच्छी दुकान खोलते हैं रॉकी मयूर गोल दिल्ली वाले गोलगप्पे ऑपरचुनिटी <laughs> 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 Actually, it's not a bad idea, Rocky. Because here you actually can't get ready. I was just telling somebody yesterday you can't get good cholas in Delhi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
बस कर बगले रुलाएगा क्या बस वो बेचारा वो बेचारा गोवा में सड़ रहा है तू श्रिम्प खा लाल मोस्ट what is one of the oldest sweet shops in delhi it was in chandni chowk that area and we've had some wonderful shoots there and i remember how much i stuffed myself with sweets oh but on the right of the dahi bhalla guy this there's a spice market in chandni chowk and again it's a photographer's dream there are all these boris you know with mountains of different colored spices and when you go there when you're eating khadi bawli you can like and all that stuff yeah, yeah. you know you'll sneeze if you breathe too hard oh, but, uh, there's some amazing chart experiences <laughs> there man Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because you know it's a whole different world altogether. I mean, you can go through those alleyways and those streets, and I mean, you can actually see lived culture. You know, it's not like in some museum or something like that. You don't have to go to some you know auditorium to enjoy some cultural event or anything like that. I mean, it's there out on the street. You know, the shopkeeper. You go into a shop, you sit down. You know, he'll get you chai or he'll get you some samosa or he will offer you something else. You know, whatever is. you know famous around his shop he'll he'll have that brought for you yeah yeah try karo and if you get to a vantage point uh, you know all these shops prashant is over they are very small small shops and we you know ajay our cameraman had gone up the stairs and you get up to a vantage point you look down these are actually huge havelis and you can still see the superstructure of the haveli that have been like bisected and trisected and divided into smaller and smaller till they are small 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 shops but when you go up and look at it it's still Huge, huge havelis that stay. You know that the yeah. main structure is there. I think part of the reason Ajay went up there to shoot is because Prashant is talking about all this. The it's a different world and a slow world. And but but if you're trying to shoot an episode standing on the street in and you you're, you're in the way of those thela walas who are carrying hundreds of kilos, <laughs> they can't afford to slow down. Then everybody forgets politeness and like, hey, sit back, hey, sit back. Yeah. So I think that might have been part of the reason why Ajay escaped uh, up there. Listen, let's not forget the king of the charts. दौलतारे Until it was given sweets from that shop, which reminded me a lot of Mayur in his youth, as a large elephant walking down the street demanding sweets from people, and uh, that's how the name you know came about. Another one, of course, was Lala Suklal Jain. He used to walk from street to street, you know, with this ringing his uh, ghanta with a little bell that he used to have, and that's how it became ghante wala. But whatever the reason is, the the sweets were supremely sweet, supremely milky, very very good, and unless you stood there and Eaten yourself half to sweet death. You don't know what I'm talking about. And yeah, and this they had this halwa which isn't your ate ka halwa or uh, suji ka halwa. It was some dal ka moong dal ka halwa. What was it? Remember? They had a kaddu ka halwa. I remember. Yeah, he had very unusual halwas, and I I gorged on this. It was a, some kisi dal ka halwa tha. It was outstanding, man. I was like, chalo protein bhi mil rahi hai, to chalo khale lete hain. Three four katoriyan. <laughs> it didn't work out for me. For me. And those those laddus, yeah. He had really dark. Those dark pinnies, also with all the slice, even the absi halwa, it had the, it had all the spices, yeah, clove and cardamom and cinnamon, cinnamon, and it's going to be interesting when he opens and get a glass because that's a fairly old taste. It'll be very interesting to see if that'll sell in today's day and age where people want like either spicy or sweet. Yeah, sure, he's reopening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rocky and I did, uh, we did a, a little seminar for the students of this International Institute of Culinary Arts 
in Oscars. Mm-hmm. And he's a student there actually. He's got the, the young boy who's going to open it from the family. And he's teaching himself pastry skills and stuff. So he's going to now have oh, nice. all the old That's products great, and he's going to have the, the pastry and stuff. And if you're listening to this and, and, and I've given away your game, sorry. The Hapsi Halwa that you you were eating the Hapsi Halwa that is made out of curdled milk, out of Patawa Dood. And that is why the taste is so unique and delicious. And it's a very, very deli thing again. Yeah. So it's a brilliant halwa. There's also, of course, moong dal halwa and all that stuff. But that's not what you are having. Oh, I see. So now I, I must comment that there is something to be said about many of these names are very old. So they're not politically correct. Habshi halwa being one. Then there was another dish that we mentioned in an earlier episode, which is also a drink in, in Daman and Diu called the white negro I, I guess these guys should rename their dishes because we are in 2020 and they should know the context but one of the most anti-climatic things we've had and I, I, I think so I'd like to know what you think we went really early in the morning looking for Dalat ki chart and you remember itni jaldi uthe hum oh there's a chai guy also yaar, in uh, Chandni Chowk sorry we'll come to him later and that Dalat ki chart is not actually a chart it is a it's whipped cream right like it looks beautiful but, I mean, it's not like, I don't know. Tell me. Really? Bite your tongue, man. It is beautiful. It's ethereal. It's foamy. It's got beautiful flavors in it. Rocky can take you through the exact procedure of how it's made. But it's it's beautiful. How can you even say that? Like, I, It's a real art to make that. But frankly, what flavor does it have? Other than sugar and pistachio. Pistachio. Lychee or whatever. And saffron. Yeah, okay. They, they put okay. Saffron. Yeah. But... I mean, those are, it's too subtle for the tongue of Delhi. Yeah, yeah it's, it's. I mean, what, what what does it leave you with in your mouth other than air? It's, I, it's, I, it's I all, which is why it's a very fine thing. To, I mean, it's definitely something you have to try because it's incredible, incredibly difficult to make, and it's made only in a very sliver of a season. I mean, it's probably only for a month or so, or a couple of months that they make it in the winters. Made by November end. And they make it in December, January, February. And by March, they sort of start winding it up. And uh, the reason why they can do it is because it's basically, it's a large sort of parat, a little clay, a large clay vessel, very shallow, with milk, they beat it with silken threads. Yeah, the froth rises up in it. And only in winters does the froth actually stay. The summer makes the bubbles pop. And then they gather this foam and they keep piling it up. And that's the chart. Sweet, sweetened milk foam, essentially whipped up into this foam which is gathered. And that's why people love it. I mean, there's, it's the same as the Nimesh in Lucknow. If some of you are from Lucknow wondering what it is. But it's uh, the flavor is absolutely incredible because it is, I mean, the name Dalat Ki Chaat comes from the fact that like Dalat, you know, like money, you will never be satisfied with eating it. When you put it in your mouth, it turns to nothing. Dalat is nothing, you know, like you put it in your mouth and poof, it's gone. And no matter how much you have, you'll always be dissatisfied. So, usi tarike se, janab, I think it's so satisfying when he cuts it because, you know, it's basically yeah. foam. It's really, and okay, that makes sense. It, it's only that in the winter because in the summer that foam will just melt away. And Delhi winters, you guys know, are bloody freezing. It's very satisfying to watch him cut that foam because it's just foam with a solid form. But that is the only satisfying part that I liked about Dalat Ki Chaat. But yeah, so that's as far as the charts are concerned. Any more chart inputs before we move on to... Via the chai, we moved to Chola Bhatura. By God. expensive show chef no, actually, this is not such a big deal. Now, if you guys are ever in Chandni Chowk, this is something I highly recommend. This is not a anticlimax. It's just a cup of tea, but it's not just a cup of tea. Which one are you talking about? I'm intrigued because I have one special place myself. It is just the stairs. It's at the base of the stairs which you climb up to Jama Masjid. Ustad, tea stall, Munna, Ustad. In Mina Bazaar, on the eastern side, eastern gate of uh, of of Jama Masjid. Yes, correct. That's and the one. Ustad, chai is a latte. 
if if you talk about chai latte that you find in all these doody data places now all over the world that is the original chai latte as, and, and the way they, as the old as the old delhi saying goes from the moglo ke zamane se latte patte se nahi mante yeah so ustad chai wala is an institution and you can't have only one cup i mean and, and it is so visual it's a visual treat to yes. just stand outside it and just watch how they make the chai because they do it at such a ferocious speed and they do it so beautifully it's like an orchestra playing you know one guy is frothing a mill one guy is picking up the froth one guy is pouring the tea through a you know used socks no not a used socks but it does look like a used socks <laughs> but you look like that a used socks that is the special and, flavor yeah and then just dropping that dollop of uh, not dollop not dollop but dollop of foam. you know that froth foam on top is just incredibly incredibly yum i kid you not if the video of it being prepared is online you should check it out i have lovely pictures of it because i shot i'd gone there for a photo walk you did a photo walk for a food walk i'll share those pictures with you you might want to rocky and i rocky and i led a food walk also in old delhi once and and that was where we started from it's very satisfying to watch it being made and when you actually taste it it's not an anti climax it does taste amazing it is phenomenal and basically what they do is they they take a glass or, or they put 20 wash glasses in two rows and then they first start with milk they put little hot dollop of milk then one guy is frothing the milk on the other side and making this big foam and one guy takes this uh, it's it's a it's a muslin long muslin cloth funnel and he just pours the tea concentrate into it and pours it all over the 20 glasses then the guy puts the frothy milk on top and then it's taken and beaten 20 times at super speed to create this really airy tea and that's the only way to describe it he put so much air in it with that movement so fast so uh, brisk and it's a treat to just take a sip man it transports you this is the best tea in the world forget all these chinese chinese and- yeah, i think it's the best tea in the world no best doubt tea. definitely the best this is the best how can it not be it's in delhi it is the best no but and 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 don't underestimate the crowd of people waiting to just and he only sells chai it's not like he's diversified into chinese food and chow mein <laughs> he has been selling chai he only sells chai and rusks some rusk biscuits also nice old fashioned rusk biscuits made in dalda so it's phenomenal that area itself is also a great place to just hang out and taste the flavors i mean for instance if you just walk down towards the jama masjid stairs from ustad chai wala you know you have a biryani place there you can have biryani there as you're climbing up the stairs you'll have kebab walas who will set up shop you know when the sun is going down and it's becoming cooler in the summers or in the winters in the afternoon you can have kebabs on the go you know there'll be a there'll be a ruwafza wala there you know who's who will give you like chilled ruwafza in during the summer months so it's this is so much food activity happening all around there that you can spend a whole afternoon there i mean winters or summers whenever you go i mean summer if you go it's best to go around 4 o'clock because that's when the action begins to pick up with the kebab wala setting up and the watermelon wala and all of those fellows but um, yeah definitely definitely a must go place you can spend a whole day there yeah because uh, when you go into that street uh, opposite jama masjid of course the uh, the ustad tea stall is right there if you go early in the morning start your day with the ustad chai then walk all the way around down that street and behind kareems and you'll come to the the hari what what's the name of the nihari i i forget the name of the nihari shop here we ate there yeah, that you're talking about that sweet roti na that thick sweet roti no no nihari nikku acha no sorry no yaar there is one place it's like just oh, like i think rahim ki nihari i think rock that's correct i think rahim ki nihari but before that rocky when you go just away from the stack stairs of this chai shop on the right we ate there yeah? we had a like breakfast with that what is that we had the giant parotta with the halwa yeah. the halwa parotta yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah so there's like so many places you guys can just keep trying stuff and there'll be new stuff all along so then you go there there's the shahi tukda that you get right across it in the evenings you can have hot milk with the rabdi right next to al jawahar at al jawahar you can have some phenomenal snacks and kebabs and foods kareems you can eat some brilliant sikhs the steak from kareem is the best in the world as long as you eat it within 30 seconds of it coming off the fire because it's purely cooked in its own fat so the minute mm. it cooks down it becomes inedible but if you eat it hot there is nothing as good as that steak and if you don't believe me just go stand next to the guy who's making the steaks let him put the steak out in a plate and hand it to you right there and there and take a bite you'll be transported to heaven yeah. 
Now let's get to the. I mean, I'm itching to get to the butter chicken because I loved that gentleman when his entire family came and showed us how to cook it. And Rock and Me will also tell you the story of how the butter chicken came about. But let's get the chola butter out of the way because I remember we did this real chola butter a PhD. We did one in Sadar Bazaar, then we did one in the other bazaar. <laughs> I was like, "Take that joke." <laughs> then we did one near Delhi University somewhere. Then we did the. Then we did the Nagar. Then we did the Chola Bhatura in uh, South Extension, that thing at the back, that sweet shop at the back. So, gentlemen, take it away. Which Chola Bhatura is? Why is it different? Why is it special? And and uh, why is the Sadar Bazaar one so popular? Where they just have two benches, guys. I mean, you'll be shocked. This famous guy, it's just like five benches. It's, he doesn't even have chairs and tables. And often very very narrow streets. So even if you're sitting on the benches, you're trying to stand there and eat. You have to keep one eye out or both eyes out. On on all the traffic that's going through, so you don't get trampled. But you know what? It's worth it. You should be able to risk your life a little bit because at the end of it is Nand ke chole. And mm. if I remember correctly, uh, the the family came across the border, and and the most amazing thing is that they don't actually use any onion and garlic in it. Right. So right. Uh, I think they they use some again tea leaves or whatever to get that really dark color, and then they get the the mango, the curry along with it, and chola bhaturas. And oh man! Although there are two shops now, aren't they, Rock? Bro, there's two brothers. Uh, but when you're stand facing it, the one on the right is better. The one in the corner on the left is not as good as the one on the right. But you can't just say Nand ke chole. You have to say Nand ke chole. Ah, 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 ah. ah, ah. And and just to conclude the last uh, discussion we were having, it's Haji Shabrati, the Nehari wala. I just got reminded from my incredible memory palace. Haji Shabrati is the Nehari guy, and then of course you get good good uh, Nehari at uh, Al Jawahar also, and you get good Nehari at uh, Kareem's also. But Haji Shabrati is no Rahim is also a good one. What uh, Mayur was saying, that's also very. Oh, Lucknow me, I think. Rahim, no, no, it's me. Old Delhi me. I mean, Jamal Masjid ke pass hai Rahim. But mere ko kya fark padta? Main roti kani. Now we are at Chola Bhatura. I think the number one Chola Bhatura in all of Delhi is Nand ke Chole because there's no taste quite like it. It is. Purely a Delhi taste, and you that masala that he uses, ah. the taste is just incredible. With garam garam bhature, oh ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho, transported. The other one that is very famous is the one near Delhi University, and it is chacheri atti, chacheri atti. Yeah, I think the lines there are longer than even Nand ke Chole, but probably because it's all students, uh, Delhi University students come there. But that is also amazing. We guys had another very good shoot because we went early in the morning, and there also you had to stand and eat. We went really early in the morning and shot over there. What was that like? But Chacha's is also like an institution because again, like he comes early and he leaves by lunchtime. वो अपने घर चले जाता है खाना खाने. So if you don't get your chola bhatura by one one, I think one thirty or two o'clock, then it's all over for you. And he's so a very grumpy to... man. He doesn't really want to talk grumpy. to you. Very grumpy. He's man. very busy he putting to... out really good food. He's like, मेरे से बात मत करो. Yeah. मत करो. And he sits literally like it's a hole in the wall. I, you know, I'm talking about. I haven't been there like in about seven, eight years. When I last went there, it was just a hole in the wall. It's like maybe five feet. It's a recess in the wall by in a by lane, you know, in Kamla Nagar, just behind uh, Delhi University. And uh, he just sits there with his two mundus. One of them is frying, and he is pouring out, giving you the chana and giving you the bhatura. And uh, there's always a queue of students there. And what? How much is it? It's very cheap, also. Yeah, it's like sixty, seventy bucks or something like that. Yeah, all these places are very cheap. It used to be uh, eight rupees when we were rich, and then ten yeah. rupees out. But the special part about that guy is that his uh, baturas have aloo ki aloo in them. Yeah, they have a very beautifully spiced aloo inside the batura. It's a very, very thin lining. So the the batura itself has a lot of flavor and taste. But the cholas are just. I mean, he claims they are Rawalpindi style cholas. He's been there forever, so obviously family that came from uh, uh, somewhere in Pakistan, Rawalpindi, or one of those places, obviously. But what flavor he has! Yeah, I mean that is really a legend in the DU. If you ever go there, you know, just ask anyone where Chachidi Hatti is. It's uh, behind the back gate of uh, that college. Yeah, what's the name of that? Kirodi Mal College. Kirodi Mal. Kirodi Mal College? No, no. Yeah, yeah, Kirodi Mal College. Yeah. Which one? उटसाइडिंग 
अंकल यू आर सो मच सीनियर यू आर अंकल यस बेटा यस बेटा आप अभी लिखकर में खेल रहे थे हॉकी आई आल्सो वेंट टू डीयू बट आई नेवर रेट देयर आई नेवर रेट Oh God! You, you, hoity toity! If you haven't eaten those, then you really missed out on your growing up years. Well, I caught up then when I was growing up with you boys. So thank you for that. But I, I, I love that meal. I, it was very satisfying. I used to love all our meals when we started early in the morning. When we started shooting at sunrise, and our break used to be breakfast, and that was one such shoot. So I loved it. Oh, uh, Nikki, what are you eating right now? I'm having a burger. Yeah, I'm having a dinner. Wow! Oh, yeah. Very healthy. Yeah, very healthy. Okay. Really. So moving on. Oh no no third one I want to just I want to put this to rest. A lot of people say Sita Ram Devanchand is like really incredible Chola Bhaturas and they are really incredible. But there's two things that make them lose out on a really good spot. One is Bhaturas are thanda yeah. He serves cold Bhaturas. They are not freshly made. And second, his cut and kept for a long time. It comes out of cold storage. Some people love that taste, but I frankly. Part of eating in Delhi is that everything is fresh and hot and brought to you piping, and that's what Delhi food is all about. So I don't like them that much. I mean, I like the chole. I don't like the bhuturas that much. Yeah, I have a confession. I think even the haldi ram chole bhuturas are damn good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I drive down to Jaipur, my breakfast I know is going to be at haldi ram, which is just behind, <laughs> just around Darwada. I'm going to stop there and have a chole bhutura, no matter what. I mean that like that's the only exception I make for chola bhutura. Like otherwise, I don't eat chola bhutura generally. But listen, a, a nice a nice revelation was the one in there's that Baba Nagpal in uh, Lajpat Nagar, which is supposed to be very good. But we went to Kakaji's, which is further inside the lane, and that was a that was a revelation because that's a really good place for chola bhuturas also. That those two are about half a kilometer apart, and there's Baba Nagpal is out in front, and everybody swears by it. But if you go down that street. You know, when Baba Nagpal, if you keep it on your right hand side and you keep going down the street, you'll come to Kaka's, Kakaji's Chole Bhature, and they, for my money, those are the best Chole Bhuturas you'll get in South Delhi. So if you're in South Delhi, that's the place to go to. Write it down, Kakaji, Kaka the Kaki the Ati, and this is in Lajpat Nagar, behind near near Baba Nagpal. Cool. So now that's the Chole Bhuturas out of the way. Now, gentlemen, we've done a lot of digging about butter chicken. Uh, I'm sure. Whoever has a better memory than me will tell you the story of butter chicken because we also featured that in one of the shows we did because it was invented in Delhi. But we have tried butter chicken in every place that boasts of butter chicken in Delhi. And I have, I mean, we also rated which are the top. You remember we did that? Which yeah, are the, right. with a with a blindfold we like mixed them up that this is from here, this is from here, this is from now try which is the best. So first let's go with where did the name butter chicken come from? Like the dish. There were two Kundan Lal's, Kundan Lal Jaggi and Kundan Lal Gujral. Kundan Lal Jaggi was the man in the kitchen. Kundan Lal Gujral was the guy outside, and they started Moti Mahal with some money which they borrowed from a guy who was a third partner. And in Darya Ganj, they started Moti Mahal. And one day, a bunch of people had come to, you know, they asked for food, and there obviously wasn't enough food. There were a couple of tandoori chickens left over, and so Kundan Lal Jaggi went into the kitchen and he just saw these tomatoes and stuff lying there, and he made a tomato gravy. Put this butter chicken in that and served it to them along with naans and rotis, and they went berserk. Yeah. And the next day they came back again to eat it, and then for days they kept coming back. And that's how the sort of invention of butter chicken happened. Now both the Kundan Lal's were brothers; they were like brothers. So we don't want to get into whether it was Kundan Lal Jaggi or Kundan Lal Gujral or what the situation was. But Jaggi used to be in the kitchen, and they came out with this butter chicken recipe that then was refined. And then as time went on, the late 60s, early 70s. The makers of those butter chickens went the Moti Mahal Deluxe one way, the Moti Mahals one way, and the uh, Mughal Mahal, which was the third one. And the Mughal Mahal was a brilliant butter chicken. However, that has changed now. I don't like it that much anymore. I ate there recently, and it had really gone down. I don't know why they changed the recipe, but maybe the guy wasn't there. The Mughal Mahal is the one near Patel Nagar. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, so I really like that one. So just rocket a slip of tongue. They put the tandoori chicken in the butter. He said he put the butter chicken in the butter. So it was a way to basically make stale tandoori chicken, like give soft. a new life to stale tandoori chicken. Give a new life to stale tandoori chicken. Having said that, that's not a, a bad idea. Maybe we can patent that, Rocky. You take butter chicken and then you put it in some more butter. <laughs> I mean, how can you go wrong with more you know, butter? It also, it also goes to the heart of. I mean, if you look anywhere around the world, wherever people have very little. 
or they have little resources or they have little, you know, I mean, they're just constrained. There are constraints to what they can do with their cuisine. I think they come up with really fine cuisine there, yeah. I mean, what was butter chicken a response of? Uh, you know, it was in those 1947 days when a lot of refugees were coming in Delhi and people were eating and he didn't want to waste it, right? I mean, today people would just throw it out, but he didn't want to waste it. And he thought of how he could sort of give that chicken a new lease of life. You know, it had already lost its life. So to speak. People's pleasure. <laughs> so so he, he hit upon this great idea. And, and wherever you look, even in Rajasthan, you know, if you go travel through Rajasthan, their cuisine, I mean, some of those, it's such an arid area with such, I mean, those virtually, it's, I mean, there's so little that grows there, but they make so much of that, you know, like the, the vegetables and what they do with meat, for instance, with just three, four things, they'll turn out a great, great dish. And I think this also, I mean, butter chicken is a great example of that, you know, with very little, he turned something spectacular from Madurai to, you know, Srinagar, you can find butter chicken. Yeah, but, but. I want to say that it's innovation that happened that made butter chicken. You're talking about recycling made butter chicken as a you know way to stop wastage. I don't agree with that. There was no wastage there. Because this story I've heard from all the people who were involved in the butter chicken, the families. And the, the story is very, very clear. It was made last minute because they were short on food where the people had to be served. And that innovative idea came from there. So I think let's put it down to innovation and cut out this story of that it was a trying to reclaim lost uh, meat, lost chicken, because it wasn't. It was really an innovation. Okay, now boys, you remember when we did this whole butter chicken sequence, we went to, I don't know whether we went to all the places in the same day. I don't think we could have gone to all the places in the same day. No, no, we did. We, we shot it. In two days, we shot there. But at the end, we got one butter chicken from the Mughal Mahal in Rajendra Place. We got one butter chicken from Moti Mahal in GK, GK Greater Kalash, GK1. And we got one butter chicken from Pandara Road, Have More. Those are the three best right. butter we found after eating at about 25 places. So, uh, I would say that, you know, the one then in uh, Rajendra Nagar or Patel Nagar, which is uh, owned by that Sardarji who was really sweet, man. His wife came, his kids came. It was a fantastic shoot. I'll never forget. His butter chicken is the purest in the sense that they hardly put any masalas. You remember, it's just pure tomato puree with salt. That's it. And butter. You remember? It, it's, yeah. its, color was, its color was the most... Like natural tomato color. It was like the color of squashed tomatoes. That's it. There was nothing else to it. No, it was. And it was brilliant. The flavor was incredible. And that is the original recipe. Now there's a new restaurant called Darya Ganj. You know, Darya Ganj has the original recipe. It's uh, it's by Kundan Lal Jaggi's grandson. And they have the old recipe, which again is that pure chunky tomato gravy and a tandoori chicken added into that with very little spices added on top. Now, of course, there's a little change and the Mughal Mahal one, I agree, Nico, at, at Rajinder Place, the Mughal Mahal was the purest of the lot. But that guy has also changed his butter chicken now, sadly. I mean, we went there six, seven years ago. Hmm. It's changed now and it's not as good. But as of now, Darya Ganj is the closest restaurant that will give you the flavor of the old butter chicken. The new one has kasturi methi, it has red Yeah, chili. they put all sorts of stuff in it, yeah. Instead of butter, it has a whole bunch of other stuff that make it what it is. But it's different. So, any other inputs on butter chicken? I love it. I want it now. <laughs> Instead of talking about it, it's best eaten. Yeah. About. Now, moving on from the butter chicken and chaat and chola butter we've done, we are almost into the hour. So, we will wind up with another amazing thing that you get in Delhi. And again, you get this across Delhi, which is mutton curry. Now, this is very famous in one place in the When I was a cinema, where line lagi hai, which used to be a little dhaba, now it's a bloody huge restaurant. What's it called? Rajinder Dhaba. Dhaba. Yeah. So, not just mutton curry, but also chicken curry. Like, there's just curry, like piece of meat and curry. There's that. Then there's one place in Mayapuri where a fan took us, which had mutton curry, but also had this magas. It's in the middle Khalsa. of the restaurant. That was the, no. Ashok. Ashok meat. No, Ashok. no, it was called the Khalsa restaurant. Ashok meat is in Old Delhi. Ashok and Ashok. They're famous Ashok for their yeah, that's yeah, already, but what yeah. Tipu's talking about is the Khalsa restaurant in Mayapuri. It's that industrial area. Yes. Yeah, where they had liver and, and all the liver, organ brain, all that. It's amazing so, how I'm remembering all the meat stuff. <laughs> that because you are a veggie like elephant or Munna Teri Yaddashta Jangri Hathi Sevitez. That's the problem. The thing was called liver dana. 
and it was liver dana, which was it was chunks of liver with marination, then wrapped around with charbi of fat, and then cooked with a fat with a you know with a steak of fat on top, which drips down into the liver as it slowly turns there. So it is liver coated with fat and masalas cooked for a long time. And uh, what a flavor it is! I yeah. will just advise you: don't go there with your family. It's in the middle of this industrial area. It is a quintessential CD place, but it has certain meat preparations which you won't get in the rest. In the obvious, we haven't, of course, touched the obvious ones which we will end with. I'm sure Kareem's and the ones that Delhi is most famous for, and Bukhara. But we'll stay away from the five-star hotels. But let's let's start with this Rajender. What made him so famous? Yeah, he used to be this little guy. Now he's. That whole complex is his man. This all started in the, you know, as far as I remember, 70s, late 70s, early 80s, we started going there. And outside Kamal Cinema on the left, there used to be a big empty field. And in that field in Shamiana's, this guy used to set up a kitchen with five or six fires burning. And his curries were magnificent. I mean, it used to be very Delhi style. Just masala curries and rotis he used to give. The chicken curry, mutton curry. And then, of course, he introduced tandoori chicken. Then he introduced boti. Then he introduced seek. And now he's inside the Kabul Cinema complex. He's uh, right next to Kabul Cinema in the market. And what food he used to have in the old days. Yeah, I mean there was nothing like a winter's evening where you'd go and stand there at two o'clock in the morning, freezing cold, eating these hot curries and hot rotis coming off the tandoor. That was the magic of that place. What What also helped Rajender Dhaba was that you could take your bottle of beer well and stand there and have your beer and eat your kebabs and your curries. So that, that 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 was another unique thing about BYOB. And uh, you know, back in the days when Delhi, you know, laws were optional. Some people who could manage the law could, you know, stay open till late. Back when I was in college, also, and even in my late school days, and I used to come here for holidays. There were two places, not two. There were three places where you could get food no matter what time. And these days, kids, you wouldn't know that nightclubs used to remain open till three, four in the morning. I mean, I'm shocked that in 2020 that can't happen. In the 90s, it used to happen. And after you wound up and you couldn't afford to go to the coffee shop of a five-star hotel, you either went to IIT, there was no flyover. It was just IIT. There was no IIT flyover back then. Or you went to Dholakua, or you went to Rajendra Dhaba. Or Mulchand. 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 Yeah, Anna Paranthas at night. Exactly. Mm. Now, the place, places like Dholakua and IIT and Mulchand would only give you Anna Paranthas. But Rajendra Dhaba, you could actually go and get meat even late at night. So that was his USP. And I guess... But now there's more than one shop, right? I see. I mean, I haven't been there in years, honestly. I just pass it. Now they are big, these neon signs. There are three, four of them. So I'm guessing there's more than one now. I'm not sure. I just know that you can have home delivery also now. So you don't have to. Is it as good? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's still good. He's still good. It's robust. There's no refinement or anything like that. But it's just great food. It's just like, I'm hungry and this is going to hit the spot. It's that kind of food. He's got two shops there now. Both of them completely converted into kitchens. You're going to stand outside and eat or you can take it, pack it and take it home. Buy the kilo and I strongly recommend you try his curries. They are very, very good. The mutton curry and the chicken curry, both. But the other place that used to be open till about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning was Pandara Road. And the Pandara Road is shutting down only in the mid-late 90s, closer to 2000. Because customers stopped coming. I mean, Delhi used to be a city that used to party all night. All you kids out there, your lives are pathetic. <laughs> you have a horrible world, but when Mayur and I and Niku and Uncle Prashant were growing up, you know, Delhi used to be throbbing at night. We used to go to nightclubs at 10, 11, party till 3 in the morning. They used to close at all different hours. Then we would get out and come down to Pandara if we had money. If we didn't have money, Rajinder, if we didn't even have that money, we'd come down to IIT. And if we didn't even have that money, we'd go to Dolokwa and stand outside making sad faces, begging people for food. So, <laughs> used to be... <laughs> There's a little bit of a thread, co co common thread underlying this story about growing up in Delhi. <laughs> Who had money? Niku, you and I were poor. Yeah, we were poor. So I remember I was, I, I did not even ever make the Rajinder Haba cut. I was only in the IIT <laughs> cut at, at the best of times. Anda Paratha. Anda Paratha cut. But I will say that I, I, you know, I've tried all these places. But for me, the curry that I still find most satisfying and it's not known for its curry. And if you guys remember when we went to Kareem's and Jama Masjid, when they give you that hot naan, which is just beautiful the way it comes out and it's hot. And they give you that ceramic, you know, like the 80s ke jo ceramic bowl, us make, mm. one piece of chicken with a curry. Melamine bowl. Yeah. I, I, I find that very satisfying. I, I, yeah. For me, Kareem's is it. Lovely. I mean, see, Delhi is full of these uh, mutton curry and chawal, mutton curry roti, rajma chawal, dal chawal. You know, I mean, you'll have them. 
you have them in nehru place you have them in patel nagar you have them in uh, outside uh, kutub near the kutub area uh, industrial area whatever it is mm. so there are all these clusters everywhere and by and large they got the palate down to pat and they're delicious i mean there are so many now that the, you're spoiled for choice but if you just walk up to a street guy and you try what he's serving in terms of rajma or dal or chawal or mutton or whatever you will usually find it nice and spicy and hot and this is what a lot of places in the country don't get if your food is served hot that's 30% of the battle won yeah uske baad taste waste is not really that important unless But it's ice cream ha <laughs> <laughs> listen in that context in connaught place you remember this place called anand anand dhaba छोला चना Anand biryani yeah Anand biryani the thing you used to pack biryani but but you know the chola channa was chola chawal was really nice chola chawal what rocky said about these little places you guys try stuff i mean we're not going to get into the south indian because delhi has some amazing south indian food also you know whether it is not just dal and not just sorry dosa and and kya kehte hai uttapam but even proper you know morakoram vetakoram you know sambar rasam all that stuff there are many places we don't get to it we don't have time but like in the delhi cp area because there's so many government offices and those of you who understand the government government you know their cadres from you know tamil nadu kerala punjab bengal so each of their palate has to be taken care of so during the lunch break in central secretariat area there are these four small behind jantar mantar which has now been taken over completely by protests there are these dosa guys whose dosas are very authentic and they are from the south churning out dosas hundreds because all the offices come and eat dosas you know in in chitranjan park you have some amazing bengali food in fact they get their koshundi jo bhi kehte ho mustard ka it comes from bengal they don't get like punjab ki koshundi so that's why delhi has all these like gems in, in little little places tucked away no it, it does it does in fact when you are and mention delhi and not mention the andhra bhavan thali yeah andhra bhavan has the most incredible thali that you'll ever get of the food of andhra pradesh it's hot it's spicy it's cheap it's mostly chicken and fish and uh, you know mutton and non vegetarian food uh, they also have vegetarian thalis but that is a place you have to go to if you're from andhra and you're missing your food you'll get really authentic food there and you know it's, it's every every community is represented in delhi so if you go to majru ka tila you'll have incredible momos and chang and really nice food from you know the uh, from tibet and the northeast and all those Yeah. When we were in college, you used to get amazing buffalo meat and rice. Just buffalo meat and rice. You remember? It used to be amazing. I don't know if they still serve it. And this was not in a restaurant. You went into, you know, Majnu ka Tila through that entire colony, refugee colony. It was like kacha basti type. And something that looked like a house. They'd say this is the place. You you walked in there. They'd just have like three tables, and you sit yeah. there. And they'd give you buff, and they'd call it chili buff and rice and pork chops at Chanakya. Remember pork chops at Chanakya? Fantastic! You still get momos there. No more pork chops, I think. You get tandoori momos now. Yeah, yeah I think somebody momos. there was the one that invented the tandoori momos. Very scary. But those pork chops were like barbecued pork chops. Were fantastic. They just used to be just. Oh, it is. Hey, what about what about the place? In, what about the place in CP in in the lane where you got the double leg, double mutton, double leg, double chicken, double ah, leg, double paneer, kati, rolls, nizams, nizams, kati. Behind Plaza Cinema, and I I may be lynched for this because the original Nizams and the so-called inventors of the Kati Roll. I mean, they say they in in don't say uh, it in in Kolkata. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I like the Delhi, I like the Delhi ones better because they're from Delhi and they're the best. <laughs> Although we did go to the Nizams in Kolkata, I remember that was also quite. We nice. did, and it was brilliant. And here's the thing about food competitions, guys. You like your mummy. I like my mummy. Your mummy better than my mummy. My mummy better than your mummy. Doesn't matter. You enjoy your mummy. I enjoy my mummy. Everybody okay, happy. Okay. You know, mummy, mummy. <laughs> okay, everybody happy. Same with food. You like your candy roll. I like my candy roll. Everybody happy. You get chance. You try my food. I try your food. Everybody happy. Your better than mine. Mine better than yours. Not matter. So carry on. Enjoy eating and love your food. That's the spirit of Delhi. 
Ando, I mean, Delhi had this big open spirit of saying, bring it on, you know, come on, bring more, get more influences, let's try this, let's try that. That spirit sadly has gone out of the window a little bit, but uh, there are old uh, people like Prashant and myself now still who are carrying the flag of, you know, a, a, a well secular, a good hardcore Delhi that welcomes all comers from all parts of the country and enjoys all kinds of food and is open to all influences. Right, Uncle Prashant? Absolutely, man. I mean, Delhi is a great place for food simply because it, I mean, either it had no choice, people just came here or people were welcomed here or they came of their own volition or they came to conquer it. Whatever the reason may have been, but they all enriched the food of this place here yeah, and the culture of this place. And, and which is why I say, and you know, you don't offend anyone, while what Rocky said is true and I expected him to say something that is Ekta Zindabad and everybody should, but... I do think that the variety of food, like for example, other than seafood, and I agree Delhi is too far from any sea to get spectacular seafood. But like when you go to parts of the south, like when they give you dal makhani, you're like, dude, seriously, don't call this dal. <laughs> you know, or, or when you go to certain parts in the north, you know, in, in Punjab, and you ask for a dosa, you're like, dude, seriously, this is sambar. It's, it's, it's like you put water in dal. But in Delhi, you can get the most authentic, you know, like in Andhra Bhavan, at many, even Sagar for all, you know, it's commercialness and all, you know, it's criticized that it's become this, you know, fast food. But it still has really good dosas, yeah. You have the variety of food. You get great Bengali food here. You get great Punjabi food, of course. You can get, get great idiopums here. So that, that way, I think Delhi has a spread which no place in the country has. So on that, I do think we are kind of unique. So pardon me. But and also the other thing is, other than Lucknow, no place in the country not just Lucknow, certain parts in UP, no place in the country can get you kakori kebabs like Delhi. It's not easy to get a kakori I kebab. I was wondering when yeah. you would bring that up because Rocky's favorite kakori kebab is in Delhi. Also Those barra kebabs. kebabs. Also barras. I think, listen, as far as kakori goes, the Al Kosar, kakori and Al Kosar is next to uh, Vasant Vihar now on the main road, on the outer ring road. Al Kosar has better kakori than anywhere else as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure there are other places and other people, and they might like their kakori better. But if you haven't tried Al-Kosar kakori, you haven't eaten the finest kakori in India. Even barra kebab. You don't get barra kebab in many places in India. Barra is Delhi. Yeah. Barra, uh, is, barra Delhi. is quintessential Delhi. It's quint button barra, quintessential yeah. Delhi. You Moti Mahals are brilliant for yeah. it. Darya Ganj is brilliant for it. Minar uh, is brilliant for it. Pandara Road is, is brilliant. Yeah, Minar is another old-time one in GK. Even the, even the Malcha Marg Moti Mahal is very good. That's Moti Mahal, right? What is Malcha Marg? Correct. Parras are amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's a Delhi thing. Yeah. You know, the love of milk and cream and add that to mutton and marinate that in, in milk and then grow it and then eat it in yogurt and all. I mean, it is just... Mutton barra in Delhi is finer than any other mutton barra in the world. Yeah. And it's very yeah. difficult to get a right. barra and a kakori, right? Because I've tried kakori. Whenever I see kakori on the menu, I always go for kakori kebab because it really melts in your mouth. I mean, maybe one of you gentlemen can tell us why kakori, especially it has to be smashed until it is like, it is so fine that it's like sand, it melts in your mouth. It's, and the barra, because it is like, I, I think it's a spine of the goat. My mouth is watering. <laughs> it's spine of the goat. So it has to be done perfectly without like, taking the meat apart from the inside and the outside. So it's very difficult to get both these right. And other than Delhi, and like I said, a few places in UP, I haven't, like people have got kakori in the menu and I bite it and I'm like, dude, this is not kakori. How can you call it a kakori? <laughs> yeah. And you're forgetting the Wenger's shami kebabs. Yeah. Ooh, very nice. Right. Huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's one of those things like, you know, you like... Childhood taste, like with Cavender's milk. You, yeah, you like Kasata ice cream because, you know, you had it when you were a kid and it was a big treat <laughs> and all. But like, <laughs> I mean, that Shami Kebab, frankly, is not... I mean, it's okay. It's it's just a big Shami Kebab. Yeah, yeah, I, used to go there, I used to go there for the Black Forest pastry and the Pineapple pastry, man. Yeah. No, but if you, if, you take a, if you take a Wenger's Shami Kebab and heat it to a ridiculous level... And then put it in between two raw slices of bread and smash it and then eat that sandwich. It is still a brilliant, brilliant taste and you can try it. I mean, the Kevinter's milkshakes are, of course, legendary, but that's a separate issue. Kakori, uh, uh, Niku, the, you know, the name of Al Kosar, like, like when we talk about uh, Chole Budure, when we say Anand Ke Chole Budure, we're like, hi, ah, 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 ah. same way we say Al Kosar, the whole line is Al Kosar Jahan Kabab Uthao or Toot Jate. Ah. You cannot just say Al Kosar. You have to say, and that's the kakori is so fine. It's so delicate that you can't lift it off the plate. It is 
it just crumbles it just breaks apart it just amazes me of how they take it off the seek here yeah man how the minute they've just taken it off the seek they don't break it it's perfect in shape but the you can't lift it off that plate it'll just break so you can't yes. lift it yeah. yeah 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 you just have to sort of dig into it, it it's like a paste by yeah. the time you get it it's not kebab that you're putting in your mouth but it's that you know with that rumali roti and that oof, it's it's our guys we have to get together yeah one of these days let's have a kebab evening man we can go out no out is safe yeah out is uh, safe. safe we can all come in our own cars and uh, meet there and stand outside and eat because eating outside is safer than eating inside yeah great so yeah but and uh, yeah niku you were saying mutton barra mutton barra is the you know chape they make them out of chap so it is the ribs and that's one thing that most people shouldn't forget you know delhi is a sort of semi arid landscape the mutton in and around delhi is actually very very fine quality they've refined the goats over centuries to get the right breed to have just the right amount of moisture and the you know the meat tender meat and the flavor so delhi you're blessed with the kind of mutton you get in delhi you don't get such good mutton almost anywhere else maybe with the exception of Jaipur and some of the drier parts of uh, UP. I believe Jaisalmer is very famous for its mutton. Jaisalmer is brilliant mutton. Jaipur is brilliant for the mutton. Jodhpur is brilliant for lalmas. Uh, you know, I mean, there are so you need arid and semi-arid regions for goats to kind of develop the right flavor. So you know, Delhi is just blessed like that, and the kebabs of Delhi are finer than anywhere else in the world. And I'm saying this with full authority. I mean, you might find. one kebab better in lucknow you might find one kebab better in hyderabad but overall the kind of kebabs you have and the number of varieties i mean the variety of kebabs you have nothing beats delhi for kebabs here that's true now before we wind up guys since we are all delhi ke munde delhi ke londe one of us have become a goa ka londa mayur briganza what man but but galliyat sankli sonya but um so before we Say goodbye to our uh, audience. Uh, I had one announcement. Do write in to us with your feedback, with your critique, with your food experiences. We will do be we will be doing one more episode with just your food experiences, your travel experiences. So write in at homp two zero two zero at gmail dot com. I repeat, h o m p two zero two zero at gmail dot com because we'd like to have one full episode where you guys share your experiences with us. And why we're trying to create this homper community because once This horrible COVID is behind us. We will get Rocky, Mayur, Prashant, and me back on the road, and we will come up with one season of a food show where Rocky Mayur ride again, which will be the most spectacular and the most exciting ever because all of you are going to be part of it. So do subscribe to our newsletter where you will get behind-the-scene anecdotes and photographs, and we will put you on the database of the community. And when we get this going, we will make sure we have pit stops along the way. where this entire community can get together exchange ideas we can have fun we can have meals together so write in at homp2020@gmail.com and wherever you listen to this podcast there's a link below that if you click on that link it opens a form fill in that form and you will be subscribing to our newsletter and you will get to know more once you get that newsletter on what our future plans are yes boys now since we are all the legal on date before we say goodbye tell us one delhi place that you love it may not be for its food but because it's what you remember growing up oh good question sab pensive ho gaya yaar while while people are thinking i just want to say this to everybody out there listening we are delhi boys yeah so we love delhi and the food of delhi it has a special place in our hearts so please adjust buddy yeah if you are from bangalore what problem macha what problem no problem but uh, yeah you know it's, it's everybody loves the food of their of their homeland of their mother state of their uh, you know city Where and we are no exceptions there? so we totally love it if we were completely objective we might have different views but this is just a fun podcast where we are enjoying ourselves so remember love uh, the food of your town and your city and of course the food of everywhere else which we deeply do huh? and niku can you repeat yeah. the question we are from delhi are we forgotten what you asked <laughs> i said tell us one place because it's special for you cuz you all grew up there it may not have the best food or anything but each of us should share that one place that is always special for us and tell me why okay for for me it's very simple yeah uday park where rocky and i grew up uh, will always be very very special a very very close bunch of friends that grew up together and had all these adventures together and now we're like spread all over the world but still just those memories and also because it had fantastic food 
we would go every evening and play in the park and we would get a succession of people going by first there would be the bel puri wala and then there would be the the kale kale palse oh lovely then we used to have an ice cream guy who we all ran credits of we liked him so much we called him dudnath and later when we became friends with him it was short to dudu we had the cotton candy we had the we had the chola kulcha guy who rocky used to run up tabs of like 80 rupees on the bel puri bel puri guy and the bel puri guy who like rocky used to end up like owing 80 rupees to imagine this is in the 70s and these guys just that i mean we gave them so much business we had such amazing relationships with them i mean if we had such little money imagine what they had then and they would still they'd be like acha chalo aaj kha lo kal de dena and the kal 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 would sometimes be 21 days yeah so uday park all our friends there the memories of playing together and eating lots of food that's my special place in delhi yeah you you conveniently forgotten your favorite man buddi ke baal ha buddi ka baal buddi ka baal what's yours rocks i don't know man there's so many places that i truly love but i think from the time i became a young man and capable of going out myself have more at pandara road has sort of been that go to place for me i mean i've grown up over there i love the place i've spent days and days and days eating there and i also want to throw in kareem's yeah jam masjid i mean those two areas you know i knew the guys who used to run it before the present generation took over uh, i'm talking about the like mid 80s when i was a young strapping man looking for more food I used to always end up. I mean, I used to have tabs at Pandara Road and and uh, Jawa Masjid and Kareem's. Yeah. In fact, the you know the guys there sometimes would offer me a free meal because I eat so much over there. But uh, yeah, I mean those two. Hey, yellow free food. 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 a different world for us yeah and we always felt like you know we belonged it was our city and when we used to go there there was so much love and respect and just such great food so i think these two things really stand out in my head yeah the the you know just the love that people had for those places and the respect that the owners of those places had for the people there day or night drunk or sober fighting or otherwise there was not a single time when any one of the owners of these two establishments would get flustered and start screaming and shouting there was just wonderful wonderful men and what a beautiful city it used to be then yeah now you know now it's now not so much but earlier yeah. delhi was the place to be yeah. when we grew up it was a beautiful place to be prashant yeah, indeed it was and i remember because you know 70s and 80s we were growing up in chanakyapuri i was you know we were staying there and chanakyapuri was like you know ashoka hotel on one side and chanakya cinema on the other hand and in the 70s there were very few cinemas that would show english films and the thrill used to be of like going watching a film in chanakya stepping out you know it's evening time the guys are setting up their stalls like i was saying the pork chops and all of that kebabs being made and you just stay there and you have a few of these things and you come back home totally satisfied you know and you've spent about 2 3 rupees 4 rupees in all and you know it's and i remember it was so safe at that time we used to cycle from chanakyapuri all the way to palam airport there was palam airport was the airport you know yeah. you have terminal 1 now in delhi international delhi airport and uh, we would just cycle to palam airport and back and there was never a problem you know? i mean it was those days were completely gone i mean i i pity the kids growing up in delhi now i mean they still have more spaces in delhi than any most other cities frankly so they're still lucky in that sense but you know just that the safety factor and the fact that you could you could just take a bus and go to ch- oh the other place we used to love going was to take 610 number bus from puri <laughs> and going and, and and going to central uh, and going to um, uh, uh, cp you know just to eat at nerulas mm. you remember nerulas in the outer circle is at the side of ice cream that was much later i'm talking oh, about the oh. 70s Talking about the 70s. Well, there are a lot of places in Delhi that will always be very special for me, including the CP and the Nuras and all the Nuras. The one place that we still go to, friends of mine from college, of course, I never had the money to go to Kareem's and Nizam's like rich Rocky here. Was Yashwant Place Momos and those Momos and that chutney till today I haven't been able to get that taste. And I can tell you, one of those friends who is now married to Meghna Gulzar and he is also a founder of a tech company and. you know driving cars that cost as much as apartments but even now whenever govin comes here whenever sukhdev is here we go 
to Yashwant's place to have those momos like we used to in college. That place, although it's yeah. changed a lot, it's become a lot fancier, but you still have those stores selling momos. So that momo, that red chutney with, now I can't have, you know, thumbs up, but back then it used to be with thumbs up. The Yashwant place momo for me is still what defines my college days. So, so Nikhil, we used to go to Yashwant place to do skating. You know, they have those ramps, ramps and yeah. long corridors. So we would like go skating there. It used to be so much fun. Yeah, those were really nice days. Yeah. <laughs> Chanike, growing up in Chanike Puri was, I think, yeah. 70 to 78 was the golden period that I so remember. It, it was. And listen, while you're in Yashwan place, they might just be the inventors of the Tanduri Momo. Huh? Don't knock it. Yeah. It may just have been invented over there, Niku. I hope you had it, the red butter chicken colored, Tanduri colored. <laughs> yes, momo. I tried it, but I used to like the mutton steam. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So on that note, guys, before we leave you with the food court, let me remind you again to write into us at homp2020 at gmail.com, homp2020 at gmail.com. Share your food experiences, where you'd like us to go once we get Rocky, Muir, Prashant and me back on the road again. And what you think is your comfort food. Share all that with us. But before we go, let's give you the food court. Who's going first? Dilly's spirit is incredible. We listen to songs by Mika and Dalair Mendy. <laughs> Delhi is the city of meethas and kebabs and there when we grew up we used to play and if at heart you're not a Delhi wala then we will make The food here is best and you may call me silly my home may not be perfect but damn, I love my Delhi. <laughs> Prashant, come on, Prashant. This is Delhi, Prashant. You can do it. Two lines. Oh, man, I just feel over, man. This, this, is, this is too stressful to come up with even two lines <laughs> on this on. I'm a thinking kind of guy. I'm a thinking kind of guy eating momos while we are waiting. Punjab is down the ramp skating. Okay, fine. <laughs> so guys, uh, love your home city. Tell us what is fantastic about it. Like Rocky said, home is home. So no offense to anyone. I'm sure your home is as special to you as ours is. But at one level, Dehradun is my home. But never. That's for another day. <laughs> Alright guys, good night. Sleep well. And let's meet for kebab soon. Yeah. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.